Masks. What about the mask and their effectiveness? Surgical masks were created the first in 1897 to protect patients from infectious spittle droplets from surgeons and surgical staff. Several physicians actively provide me medical care, all requiring me to wear a mask. I say to them, you're in for a mask and my mask do the same thing. They protect you from me. I quote from a press release, Gainesville, Florida, June 16, 2021. A group of parents in Gainesville, Florida, concerned about potential harms from masks, submitted six ma face masks to a lab for analysis. The resulting report found that five masks were contaminated with bacteria, parasites, and fungi, including three with dangerous pathogenic and pneumonia-causing bacteria. No viruses were detected on the mask, although the test is capable of detecting viruses. The analysis detected 11 alarmingly dangerous pathogens on the mask. Only infected persons should wear the mask. However, if a person becomes infected and with COVID or the flu, should it not be common sense they remain home until the infection passes? At the outset of the COVID pandemic, the CDC presented the pathogen as a surface transmitted disease. For over one year, I've said it is an airborne pathogen. Airborne. That is how it infects lungs causing inflammation left untreated, leading to death or life-altering health problems. Late this spring of 2021, the CDC finally came to grips with reality in acknowledging the threat of the airborne virus suspended in aerosols. The only medical mask that can provide protection from or against the airborne pathogen is the N4. Those surgical masks and bandanas, however colorful are thematic only serve to give the wearer a false sense of security. John White, Rockwall, Texas.